Who's ready for the word this morning? Open up your Bibles with me to Ephesians chapter 3, Ephesians chapter 3 this morning. I'm going to be talking about I want more. I want more this morning. Anybody want more of the Lord this morning? I want more. As you're turning to Ephesians chapter 3, I want to, as always, I want to say thank you for your faithfulness with your tithes and with your offering and with your giving. Each and every week, it allows us to do incredible things. Last week was B Sunday, B Day, and we were all around our community giving back uh, and helping others. And all those projects were uh uh, we were able to do those because of your faithfulness. So thank you so much in, in doing that. And if you'd like to give today, be part of what God is doing here in our city and around the world through Legacy Church. Our ushers will be at the door as you leave today. You can put it in an envelope and give uh, as you leave, or you can go online at LegacyRome.com, or you can go onto your app. Um, or you can text uh, any amount to the number on the bottom of the screen there. So thank you for being a part in what God is doing through our giving. Today, Ephesians chapter 3, verse 20, it says, Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine according to his power that is at work within us, to him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations and forever and ever Amen. As I said, I am speaking to you this morning on the topic of I want more. And so often in the church, you hear people say, we want more of the Lord. I want more. I want the more of God. You hear the word more a lot. And it's, it's, it's not uncommon for people to express their emotions and describe how they have great expectation of God doing maybe more this year than he did next year or God I want you I want you more in this season than in the last season of of my life uh, why because he is the God of more amen he's the God of the overflow uh, he, he 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 always has something new and different up his sleeve and although he shows us his glory here on planet earth, we will, our natural eyes will never be able to see the fullness of it until we are in his presence in heaven. So, so there is always more glory to be revealed. There's always more. And when it, when it comes to the word or the statement of, of more, some, some can say it and some declare it with such boldness and without hesitation and, 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 and withholding nothing back. And while others, whenever they hear people talking about the more, there are people who are timid or feel like uh, somewhat selfish for making a statement to God, God, I, I want more. But today we can confidently say and make this statement that we want more of God because we understand the difference in being greedy and being hungry. I don't know about you, but I'm just hungry in the spirit. I've never been in a season of my life where I've just been so hungry, where I've wanted to just spend time in prayer, re continuously reading the word and be in his presence. I told first service, I, I have the spiritual munchies. If you have ever had munchies, it's probably because you've been on drugs. But guess what? I've been high in the spirit. And whenever you taste and see that the Lord is good, you just got to keep on wanting more. 
I just want more of the Lord. By the way, I've never been high, but I just wanted you to know that just in case you got to thinking I was talking about something else. I have the spiritual munchies where, where, where I just want the more of God. Everything that he has, I, I don't, I'm not greedy. I'm just hungry. Look at your neighbor say, I'm not greedy. I'm just hungry. Some of you are probably naturally hungry, but I'm talking about a, a spiritual hunger here. Amen. A hunger that, that, that nothing can quench. No man or woman in your life can bring this that can fill your spirit like God can. Amen. Nothing that you listen to, nothing that you go to, nothing that you shoot in your veins or sniff up your nose can bring, can satisfy a spiritual hunger that you have for the Lord. There is a difference in God. I want more because I deserve it or God you should give me more because of who I am or what I have done for you. And there is a difference in that and and. In, in between. God, give me more because I just want to be more like you. I, I, I want more of you. Greed is wanting more than God has for me, but hunger is wanting all that God has for me. Greed is say, God, I want, I want something that you don't even want for me. That's greed, but hunger is whenever you say, God, I want all that you have for me. Now And now that we know the difference in, in which category you may be in, we have got to start declaring the more of God with boldness and with confidence. I don't know about you, but I don't want anything that God doesn't want for me. If God doesn't want it for me, I don't want it. How many of you have ever been in the middle of something that God did not want you in? It was probably very miserable. You ever taken a job and as soon as you got there, you thought, God, I should have never taken this job. You got into a relationship and you thought, Lord, I should have prayed with you before I said yes because I should never have been in this relationship. I don't want it. If, if God doesn't want it, I don't want it. God, whatever you want is what I want for myself. I want all that you have for me because I am hungry for you, Lord. I want all you have for my mind. I want all you have for my life. I want all you have for my emotional being. I want all you have for my legacy. I want all you have for my children. I want all you have for my church. I want all that you have for my ministry. I want all that you have for the kingdom. And I refuse to stop whenever God says, but wait, there's even more that I have for you. I refuse to stop wanting more. I refuse to stop pushing into his glory. I refuse to stop seeking his face. Whenever somebody comes in my life, then maybe like, oh, no, no, no. You don't need to be seeking him like that. The God is not real. I refuse to let my neighbor's expectation lower my expectations of my God. Why? Because I've seen him do it, and I just want more. I just want more. Our verse today says, now to him who is able now to him who is able get this if you don't get anything else in your heart or your spirit or your notes today I want you to get this he is able he is able I don't know what you've been praying for this year but good news he is able I don't know I don't know when he's going to do it but guess what he is able I don't know how God can do it but guess what he is able this morning I don't know who left you on side of the road in life and you're wondering how in the world am I going to do it? But guess what? He is able. I don't know how parents make it who've lost a child. But guess what? He is able. He is able. 
The word says, now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine according to his power that is at work within us. He is saying, look, whatever you are asking, whatever you are imagining in your little mind, uh, I know you are smart and I know you probably thought you should have been in gifted, but you were not. And I know your IQ is probably the highest in the room. And I know you're visionary and I know you're a dreamer, he says. But guess what? He said, I can surpass anything that has ever entered into your brain. Wow. I can go the more. And guess what? That is the God that you and I are praying to. The God who has more. That is the God that we are praying to. The God that has the ability to literally blow your mind. Has God ever blown your mind? If he hasn't, you need to up your expectations of the Lord. He will blow your mind. See, what he was doing here is he was trying to strip away all the theological words and just make it plain and simple for the people in Ephesus. He was trying to get the people to fully understand that that the God that you have created in your head, the God you have in your head is the God you will get. If you have a picture of a little God in your head, you will experience a little bit of God. But if you have a God in your head that can do more than you could ever ask or imagine, that is the God that is available to you. He was expanding their understanding. He was saying, I don't care what that thing is, it will not determine who he is. I don't care what your mountain is, it will not determine what determine how much he can do for you. I don't care how big the mountain is, it will not determine if God can knock it down or not. Why? Because he is always able. Do you want to know what size of God you serve or what size God you have in your head? Guess what? You can tell the size of your God by the size of your prayers. When's the last time you asked something of God that you thought this is impossible? Whew. God is not intimidated by your bold request. Your huge prayer request, those that sound impossible, whenever you lift your voice in prayer and you, and you make your request known to the Lord. And it is something that if your neighbor heard you ask for it, they would laugh at you. Guess what? Those prayer requests honor God. To him, whenever you make this huge, bold request, it is a reflection that you understand who he is. Bold requests are like a faith 
indicator. Your bold requests say, God, I know you are able, and I know, and I know that you have the ability to give me and put me in the more of you. This word is to remind the believers and the generations that would follow that the one you are praying to, he is able. And he's not only able, but he can do it in such a way that is immeasurably more than you can ask or imagine. So right here, Paul is not only telling what God is able to do, but he tells us how God is able to do it. He says he is able to do immeasurably more than we ask or imagine according to his power that is at work within us. According to the power that is at work within us. So there, that sentence means that there is a peace of God inside of you that can lead you to do even more than you thought you could do. Whenever you've got the Spirit of God inside of you, there is something inside of you that can push you. It's called the Holy Ghost. When you get it, it pushes you to do even more. More is what He wants to do, but how is He going to do it? According to the power at work within you. If you don't let the Holy Ghost work inside of you, you will never get to the more. The more just does not magically appear. You don't wake up one morning and say, whoop, I'm in the more today. And you didn't pray about it. You didn't fast about it. You didn't worship through it. You're like, whoop, I'm in the more. I've got a t-shirt that says more Lord. I use the hashtag more Lord. That's how I sign every email is more Lord, comma, chase wholesome bag. No, that's not how it happens. I hate to break it to you. He said that there is something at work in you, and if you work with it, if you work what is inside of you, then that thing will lead to the more. So that means that the more of God that I want, the more of God that a hunger that I have for him requires my participation. They that wait on the Lord, I think it's one of the most misunderstood verses in the word. You've heard me say it before. That the waiting season should be the busiest season of your life. They that wait on the Lord don't wait on their back. Oh. They don't wait in their recliner on the Lord. They don't wait on their knapsack on the Lord. But your waiting season should be the busiest season that you have. The word wait in the Greek does not mean lazy. 
I was looking it up uh, uh, just the other day. And it said, it said to hold on to until you see it. You, 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 you hold on to it. You work it. I'm just not going to sit down and wait. So many, I've heard so many times, I'm waiting for that door to be open. How many times? I'm just waiting for the right door to be open. I'm following the word. I'm just going to sit right here, and I'm just going to wait for God to open up the right door door. If that is your theology, you have bad theology because the word also says that doors don't just open. He says, knock and it shall be open to you. Get up off of your backside and start saying, Lord, I want the more. And whenever you start knocking, he says, I will open up that door for you. You have got to participate. I mean, we sing about what God is about to do. We preach about what God is getting ready to do. We make declarations declarations about what he has done and what he can do but the question is what are you going to do what do I need to do if I want to experience the more of God here are a few things this morning I'm going to go quickly number one jot this down for, for before you can get in the more, you need a mindset change. You need a mindset for more. More requires an attitude adjustment. If you look in the scripture, we see that God goes head first. He always goes head first. It's like the first thing that he moves in is the mind. And guess what? Satan knows that. That is why Satan always goes for your mind. If he can get in your mind, he can keep you out of the more. God always goes mind first. He gives visions and dreams and he speaks and it gets in our minds and we process it. In order to get more, you have to be dissatisfied with your current state of mind. I don't like the way I'm thinking. I don't like the way I'm talking. I don't like the way that I allow a people or a certain person to occupy my mind. I don't like it. And then whenever you get to that place all of a sudden the standards that you used to settle for those standards will no longer make you happy you raise up a standard you 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 raise yourself up and as you raise your standards he is putting you in the more and then all of a sudden the people that you used to date you are no longer attracted to that kind because you realize they cannot go into the more with me the people that you hang around the break table with you realize these people cannot go into the more with me and you start having a holy discontent a holy discontent the state where the Holy Spirit will allow frustration in your life just to be a catalyst to change you your state of being uncomfortable may just be God trying to get you to see that you need the more you thought your frustration was from Satan. It could just be that the Lord is trying to get you so tired of where you are. That you get sick and tired of being sick and tired. Anybody ever been sick and tired of being sick and tired? I'm so sick and tired. You get a holy discontent, and in order for you to experience the more, you need this mind change because so often you are 
wherever your mind is. Some of you couldn't even worship in a moment like this morning because your mind's not even in this building. It may be on the Braves. It may be in what you've got to face at work tomorrow. But you are wherever your mind is. Romans 12 and 2, it says, Be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Isaiah 26, 3 says, You will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you. You've got to have a mind uh, shift if you want the more. Number two, you need maturity for more. You need maturity. I can't explain this one enough because listen to this quote. It says, when you get more of anything, you get more of everything. Notorious B.I.G. said it. More money, more problems. <laughs> Woo. I knew, I, knew, I knew all y'all wasn't saved. I could tell it. <laughs> Acting all holy up in here. More money, more problems. Have you ever watched the shows where they're interviewing those people who have won the lottery? And you're sitting there like, I can't stand them. They don't have anything, but now they got everything. And now you, they start telling their story. And all of a sudden, when you win the lottery, guess what? You start finding all these aunt, aunties and uncles coming out of the woodwork. They ain't got all their teeth, and they want you to buy them some dentures. Help me out. I, did, I knew you whenever you were little. And all of a sudden, guess what? You not only get lovers, but you also get haters. Because there's some people that cannot stand the goodness of of God on your life. Whenever you get anything, you get more of everything. Jesus said, to whom much is given, much is required. Guess what? You don't get a promotion without some pressure. You don't get a promotion without a hater. You don't get to start your own business. It's, it's so funny. People want to start their own business because I, I need more freedom. Guess what? Whenever you start your own business, you lose your freedom. You don't get more notoriety without more criticism. You don't get to be more successful and everybody just loves you. A person must have a level of maturity to be able to handle the backside of the blessings of God. Because sometimes, sometimes the backside of the blessings of God are lonely. Because everybody can't go there with you. The blessings of God, the more of God looks beautiful, it's pretty on the outside. It's, 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 it's wrapped pretty. Whenever we see somebody operating in the more, we will thank God, I love to be able to sing like that. I love to be able to preach and pray like that. But you don't know where that person had to go through. You don't know the crushing that they had to go through to get on the backside of the blessing. And it looks pretty, it looks enticing, but whenever you get more on your life, you have to be able to handle what comes with the more. Because the devil can't stand the people that are hungry for the more. But he hates the people who get in the more. And guess what? There's a lot of people that you call friends. They will not be able to stand it whenever you get in the more. There's even some people in your life that cannot go into the more of God with you. Whenever we look at the children of Israel wandering around the wonders, we see that they all could not get into the promised land. 
they all could not get into the more that God had in store for them. They were looking for the more. They were looking for the promised land. But this generation could not make it into the more. They could not get in. And whenever you read and you study about this generation, they are often described as moaners and groaners and complainers. Moaners and groaners and complainers cannot make it into the more. If you have one of those problems, if people describe you as one, one of those you need a shift in your life because you will never get into the more sometimes you've got to survey your life and look around and say who is with me right now that is ready to go into the more who is with me right now that is not ready for the more who is with me right now that would get mad or jealous if God blessed me with the more no weapon formed against me shall prosper but guess what? Weapons do prosper against those who lack maturity. Because you will let something this big ruin your joy. You will let one little comment take you off. You will let one little snide, little somebody not smiling at you ruin your entire day. <laughs> if I let every comment ruin me, I wouldn't be here today. The immature people, they let weapons formed against them prosper. They let the littlest thing get under their skin. They'll let the littlest thing be like the fly in their ointment. It's just little, but it ruins it all. That, 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 that person will bring you down when you lack maturity. That job will get the best of you when you lack maturity. That person's Facebook post will rob you of your joy when you lack maturity. But once you've got in a new mindset and once you've got some maturity on you you can see right through Facebook posts you can see right through those things and all of a sudden you look and you say I'm not going to wrestle against this flesh and blood this is nothing more than spiritual wickedness in high places and it will not prosper against me today you can post about me all you want to you can talk about me all you want to but while you're stirring up the pot I'm busy stirring up more glory in my life while you're busy gossiping about me, I'm busy stepping into the more that God has for me. Because you thought you were going to hurt me, but no, you're just adding some fuel to my fire. The mature people in God can look at a mountain and it becomes like gasoline to a motor. It just gets it going. Where are you at? What little thing did you let rob you this week? Number three, you've got to make room for more. I'm just talking about this, but let me break it down. I pray that God gives you some unexplainable eliminations. I pray somebody walks out of your life. You never needed them in the first place. They become a God to you anyway. You care more about what they think about you than you think than you worry about what God thinks about you. And now you have them up on this high pedestal. Whatever they say, whatever you say, babe, I'll do it. I know you're never gonna go to church with me, babe, but I'll do whatever you want me to do for you. 
I pray somebody walks out of your life and gets you on your knees where all you have is the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Holy, unexplainable eliminations. Whenever somebody walks out of your life, you need to be looking around the, you need to be looking at the corner and say, God, what are you about to do? God, I never thought that person was going to leave me. God, what are you trying to do? God, what are you about to do? Some of you have already encountered this and you just didn't know how to explain it. Whenever somebody walks up to you in the Walmart and they, and they ask you, so what happened with you and so and so? And you're like, I, I don't even know what happened. I can't explain it. It was like, so, I don't know what it was. And God is like, I know exactly what happened. Because when God removes certain things or people from your life he it always happens in a way that you can't see it but guess what in hindsight it all makes sense I'm praying for some unexplained divine walkouts on your life you think please stop praying that prayer some of you need it we all need somebody to leave us at some point we all need somebody to walk out on us at some point. Because if it don't kill you, it is just going to make you stronger. <laughs> Number four, this is my last one, I believe. Van, help me out. You've got to let the Lord know you want the more. Let your request be made known. Call upon me. I'll answer you. Don't wait till you get more to worship me. Don't wait till you see it till you worship. Don't wait until that check comes in the mail until you worship me. Show me your faith. Show me what you're made of. Show me that power that is working on the inside of you, that, 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 that's according to the more. Show me what you have. Show me your participation. Show me what you're going to do. Worship is a sign I'm ready for more. It says, God, I've seen you do it for me in the past. I've seen you do it for Mamma, Papa. Gma, Nana, Papa. Mm. If you did it for them, you can do it for me. Sometimes you just got to get up in the morning and look at yourself in the mirror and say, God is able to do exceedingly, abundantly. Come on, get up on your feet. More than I can ask or imagine. You want to know why, self? Because there is something inside of you, self, that God is working out right now. And if you would just let that thing work inside of you, you could get to the more.